Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet food writer Ruth Reichel, television critic Emily Nussbaum, and associate professor of modern drama Emily Pine. Each of these nonfiction writers shares work inspired by her life, whether it's a memoir about her career or essays about personal yet universal experiences. And find out which writer would cast Julia Whelan as her dream narrator. Enjoy. Hi, this is Ruth Reichel, the author of Save Me the Plums, my gourmet memoir. I wrote my book for three reasons. For one thing, I was lucky enough to edit a magazine during the golden age when anything was possible, and that time is gone forever and deserves to be remembered. I also thought that the story of my journey, of learning how to be a good leader, might prove useful to other people. And finally, I wrote it because I had a long love affair with Gourmet, and I wanted to write about the place the magazine had in the great revolution in American food. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be fun because I loved hearing the book's words out loud. It was, in some ways, like discovering it for the first time. There were a number of words I had trouble pronouncing, but the one that really sticks out is the word ebullient. In fact, just now I had to ask my director again how to pronounce it. If I wasn't going to record my own audiobook, I would cast Julia Whalen. She read my novel Delicious so beautifully and I just listened to her reading her own first novel, which was pure pleasure. I am constantly listening to audiobooks. I listen in the car, I listen while I'm walking, I listen on the subway, I listen while I'm cooking. I listen at night in bed when the lights are out. I came to the end of The Great Believers coming here on the subway this morning. I loved the book. This week, I've also listened to Kate Atkinson's transcription and Stay With Me, by Ayobami Adebayo. Hello, my name is Emily Nussbaum. I'm the television critic at The New Yorker magazine, and I'm the author of I Like to Watch, Arguing My Way Through the TV Revolution. This book is an anthology of my writing about television. It includes older pieces as well as some new stuff, but essentially... I've tried to wrap all the pieces around a central argument that has to do with the history of television and how it's been perceived, and frankly, a kind of pugnacious resistance to ideas about TV that people have had about what kind of TV counts, what kind of TV is important, and what kind of TV is worth talking critically about. Actually, it wasn't quite as horrible as I thought to narrate my own audiobook because I thought it would be a hellscape of self-consciousness and just basic misery. But in fact, it was kind of fun and, frankly, easier than writing. It helped a lot that I had really great people helping me out who were actually familiar with what audiobooks are supposed to do because it's one of those things where you're doing something as a complete amateur and yet it is expected to actually sound correct, which is very unnerving. In fact, there is a word or phrase that I didn't know how to pronounce, and that word is segue. So it turns out that I thought there were two words. One of them is the word S-E-G-U-E, which I was under the logical impression 
was pronounced seg and had pronounced it that way my entire life. And I thought there was another word that was segue, and I could go into a big analysis of how inside my mind I distinguished between these two important words. But I was shocked and horrified to discover that I had basically (laughs) spent decades confidently saying, well, actually, to be fair, I was saying segue, but whenever I saw the word on the page, I was thinking seg. So basically, I got away with murder. I've gone through my entire life having a mispronunciation inside my head. I wrote a long personal essay in this book called Confessions of the Human Shield, which deals with what was very difficult subject matter for me because I was wrestling with questions of separating the artist from the art, and it's this mixture of a bunch of different tones. And I actually feel happy with how the narration came out because it was hard to capture the variety of emotional tones in it without kind of tilting over in one end or another. But I have to say, the Ryan Murphy profile that I read toward the end of the book is the thing that I had the most fun reading and I found in a lot of ways the most satisfying. And frankly, I think I read the best. So I was very happy with that as well. And they're very different pieces because one of them I feel uncertain about and vulnerable about. And the other section, the Ryan Murphy piece, I feel pretty confident about. And I actually just found it fun. Who is my dream narrator? I'm trying to think whose voice I really, really love. Actually, it's Natasha Leone, who has this wonderful, crumbly voice. And she was just in Russian Doll. And after I watched Russian Doll and I did a panel with her, my husband told me that I was starting to imitate her in the way that, like, a very crazy person goes to a foreign country and then starts talking in a British accent. So essentially, she's my dream voice. This kind of, you know, throaty, funny... It's a good sound. Hi, this is Emily Pine, author of Notes to Self. I wrote my book because I needed to get it all out of my head. I had it whirling around inside this story of my life, and I felt that I needed to get it onto the page so I could see it, so I could think it through, so I didn't have to feel it every minute of the day. It was like a kind of volcanic pressure. And so I guess, in a way, the book is the lava interior of myself. I was inspired by so many women writers I have read who have told their story, from American writers like Megan Dom to Irish writers like Nuala O'Fallon. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be challenging. I found it difficult to read out loud the things that I had consigned to the page. In a way, it's easier to write something down than to say it out loud in the world. And the emotions of it were what I struggled with, but then also, I think, the value of doing it in the first place, of writing it, and then now of having recorded it. As I was recording it, I realised that I had trouble pronouncing some of the words in it. Ascitis, for example, is not actually pronounced ascitis. It's pronounced ascites. I remember back to being in school when I thought the word M-I-S-L-E-D was pronounced misled. How people laughed at me when I said this out loud, it turns out the word is misled. But if you've only seen something written down, Even if it's a big part of your life, you don't know how to say it out loud. So I'm glad, I guess, that I know now how to say ascites properly. 
And I'm really glad that this particular illness, which my father suffered from, is not actually part of my life anymore. I'm proud that I was able to get a sense of my emotion in the book, across in the recording of the book. And I'm excited that listeners will get a sense of who I am as a person, not just through the words that I have chosen for my story, but also through my voice. Like everybody, I don't really like my own voice, but I hope that listeners do. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was actually Harry Potter. They're read by Stephen Fry and he has this voice that accompanies you through all of the fun bits and all of the dark bits of that book. I prefer podcasts generally and my favourite place to listen to audiobooks or podcasts is while walking. I like the idea that moving through the world I get my own private soundtrack, that I get to listen to somebody else's words as I look out at the scenes as they go past. I love listening to audiobooks while I'm walking to work or walking home or walking to a friend's house to get a sense of another world rather than just the world I inhabit. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com backslash next listen.